Welcome back to New Rockstars, and with Kang the Conqueror about to arrive in Quantumania, a little bit suspicious that we haven't seen a lot of Spider-Man in the multiverse, isn't it? I mean, America Chavez didn't even know what a Spider-Man was in Multiverse of Madness. What man? Spider-Man, he, he has the powers of a spider. Hence the name. Gross. Does he look like a spider? No, no, more like a man. Climbs walls, shoots webs. Yeah, bingo. Out of his butt? No. Oh, well, maybe, I don't know. But what if I told you that this was no accident? What if I told you that there was once a great war between spider people and the great Kang the Conqueror that we might yet see again? This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. A show made possible by the support of NordVPN. More on those beautiful people in a little bit. But my name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the wonderful, the amazing Whitney Van Leningham. What's going on, Whitney? Wow. <laughs> Whitney, wow. These are all like things you would see on a comic book page. Wow, amazing. <laughs> and of course, our amazing, also another amazing um, friend of the show, the incredible um, host of the Film Philosophers podcast. It is Eddie Villanueva. What's going on, Eddie? What's up? Boom, bash, bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Biff, pow. <laughs> <laughs> That's Banana. what we do here. <laughs> All the onomatopoeias. And my big head gang brother, Tommy Bechtold. He is also wonderful. All wonderful people. What's going on, Tommy? Hey, squelch. Wet squelch. Squirm. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> Squish splash. Splish splash. But yes. Um, all of my wonderful friends have assembled here today to talk about a rogue topic, which is what I'm going to talk about now, which is a great spider war between the spiders and Kang the Conqueror, because I believe that Kang the Conqueror killed all the Spider-Men before he became he who remains. Mm. I said became. Became he who remains. Leave before it he in. Became. Leave it in. That's a <laughs> Leave good, it in. That's a good became, phrase. <laughs> the became. <laughs> the became years. <laughs> Yes, the BK years. I, I have a weird reasoning for this because like we know from Loki that he who remains made the sacred timeline. It's like the super strict ribbon of like, this is the realities that I want to live. Any other possibility has been killed. So this implies that before the sacred timeline was not like this. It used to be branched out, it used to be fine before this great war between Kangs and, and the he who remains becomes the victor of that war. I have a feeling that the reason why Peter Parker is the only Spider-Man is because Kang the Conqueror killed all the Spider-Man in the MCU before the MCU even began. I think that he was like, all right, you guys are too powerful. You guys are the Spider-Verse champions. You guys have this great web of destiny. Not in my multiverse. That's not mm -hmm. happening here. Maybe in a neighboring multiverse, maybe in like a Sony multiverse, that's fine. Here, we don't play that shit. We don't do that over here. So he kills yeah. them all. And, not um, my 616. <laughs> exactly. Not my 616. And because uh, he's like, you know what? Tom Holland has a Zendaya. He's going to be fine. He's going to mm -hmm. have his problems over here. So I'm going I'm to leave that Tom Holland. He's going to be fine. But all the other Spider-Man, they got to they die. Um, so Kang kills them all. And I have a feeling that this will repeat itself in the third Spider-Verse movie, Beyond the Spider-Verse, when mm -hmm. Kang the Conqueror visits the Spider-Verse and be like, all right, here's a neighboring one. Um, let's do it again. Let's kill the Spider-Man so let's I can take over this multiverse too. Yeah. We're going to see, like, Kang is going to take over the entire Marvel multimedia multiverse. Um, it's going to be crazy. But what do you guys think? What do you guys think of this idea of Kang having killed all the Spider-Man in the past? I, I feel like it's, it's, it's an obvious thing that we can say is pretty plausible for the fact that I feel like one of the biggest things that people really kind of overlook is the events of WandaVision and the events of Loki and that kind of 
nexus point in the scenes when you know Loki, uh when Kang is talking about you know when oh it just happened and we have that moment in WandaVision obviously I feel like in Spider-Man No Way Home uh when we have that event where that large ring is occurring I feel like that is also happening simultaneously with the events of those other mm. two entities oh, dang. and that is the reason why maybe all the other Spider-Man might be gone but I feel like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are still going to have a role because they were actually outside of that event happening so they're probably the last three which may culminate in that uh next spider uh spider-man into the spider-verse uh sequel where we're gonna have all three of them come together because everyone else is gone and it's almost like a mm. almost like a time heist kind of thing uh wait so Paul you're Rudd saying that kang killed all of the spider-men while our three spider-men mm -hmm. were doing the statue of liberty heist yeah Dude, that's Ooh, crazy. That's yeah. such yeah. a wild that theory. Be, oh my oh, god. Wow. I give that crazy. a rogus. I give yeah. that a rogus. You do yeah. get a rogus. <laughs> they just happen to be gone. Like they just happen to be dealing with <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland's bullshit that week, so yeah. they didn't get zapped. And wow. how convenient yeah, would it be? How convenient would it be crazy. if they're like, oh, they're trying to check other universes and they don't have any other Spider-Man and they're trying to figure mm. out what's going on. Hey, they don't have to worry about casting anybody or things like that. They can wait till the end of the film for all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it just mm. it would make sense that Kang is going to be one of the biggest things to hit the MCU thus far. Um, mm. right. His whole role in the entire timeline of things, it puts everything into question from be the very, very beginning all the way up until now. So why right. not have his impact, especially in the series, be as momentous as it was in the series as it is in other films, such as the Spider-Man film, WandaVision? I'm pretty sure if we do a deep dive, I'm pretty sure we can find other Nexus points if you will, in the timeline, referencing back to that scene in Loki. Mm. Hell yeah, dog. That's like that's that. Rogus's like that And you know, Rogus MT, to your kind of Spider-Verse centric uh, theory, I wonder if we're missing possibly something in that Madam Web film that will be tying mm. us in because she's a Nexus yeah. being, right? Like she yeah. kind of sits at a mm. point where people can cross over multiverses. And like, you know, some of the, the supposed plot leaks of that film are that it's like basically a Terminator uh, cover where it's like all these spider women are coming back to save Peter Parker from being killed as a kid before he gets bit. Ooh. That was one of the theories. I don't know if that's actually right. going to be true, but there are going to be several right. spider variants in that movie, right? Like there's like several yeah. spider women at least. So I wonder if we right. possibly get a, you know, a subversive or, or a secretive... Uh, Kang, Disney, Mar Marvel, Sony crossover in that movie, or at least something in a post credit mm. scene that opens up the possibility of Kang coming in and wiping out Spider-Folk. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow Ooh. it, but only if Madam Web talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger as the yeah. That's the <laughs> only way that I like this idea. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. That'd be Come amazing. Come with me if you Your want clothes. to live. Give them to me. Come with me if you're Get a down. web slinger. <laughs> That would be, I would love that so much. But like, no, I like this idea so much of of like Kang potentially factoring into Madam Web. That would be yeah. a mind-blowing event. But also, mm. if you think about it, this is a war, right? Mm. So like, Kang is probably going to hire, at the very least, like people to do his war for him, like generals, like a, or like mercenaries in a way. Yeah. Um, and so like, we could potentially seeing him um, like hiring whoever the antagonist of Madam Web is. We could be either him or... 
um, whoever that is, or like the inheritors from um, the Spider, the original Spider Verse event, um, the, like these vampire type beings. He could, could hire Morbius. Send after. Kane and Morbius, together, the ultimate duo. That's who I want to see. Let's go. Morbius and Kang. Jared Leto with a very distinct mustache. (laughs) Dude, I can't wait for it. it. I can't wait for Morbius 2. It's Morbin and Kangin and Bangin and Hangin time. There you go. (laughs) It's Morbin back in time. Morbin back to the future. I don't know. I don't know how that that works. It's something. We can make it work. It is something. There's something there. We have the we have the potential. We have the technology. Um, we have the technology. Yes, <laughs> I like but it. But like, I really like this idea of like Madam Web in- integrating into the multiverse narrative yeah. of the MCU because we know that like uh, Venom is a part of the MCU now, and like I feel like it's uh, Sony's uh, Spider-Man universe or Spider-Man characters is going to tie into that as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I didn't even consider that, but that makes a lot of sense considering that Madam Web is a multiversal character and like yeah. she is inherently has to be tied to the the narrative especially after um the way that uh morbius ended with like mm. the the multiverse of of the no way home sort of clashing in and bringing in um adrian tombs so morbius yeah, was like, a that, nexus that point in my connection. life on my personal timeline <laughs> morbius is a nexus point for me it like it is like the, the implications of that ending even though like a lot of people forget about morbius and don't want to talk about morbius for good reason um it's it's just huge it's massive and like it yeah. is that just basically cements sony as like part of the mcu mm. fully even though their movies might not do the best and like they're sort of tangential to the mcu narrative but jared like, they, leto gave us a beautiful gift and you're slandering <laughs> him he's the re- he changed the hierarchy of the sony he, mcu that's what he, did. he did what he dwayne really the rock johnson could only dream of for dc yeah i mean I'm are, we surprised? Leto. are we really surprised Bum, it's jared leto i mean it's jared, jared leto. leto could just stand for about an hour and that's a half and just kombucha. we would watch that's yeah. jared leto's hot i'll never kombucha. i'll never i'll never let go of leto there you go you can't let go of leto I, yeah no i i i think that um like we're gonna see like especially with secret wars on the way there's so much potential for Kang to just run amok in the mm-hmm. MCU or like uh, in, in universes outside the MCU and uh, to just bring everything together. I think that Secret Wars is going to bring in literally the animated Spider-Man. I think that we're going to see Miles integrate into that Secret Wars narrative um, because like we know like Marvel and Sony have the partnership now. Like they are yeah. like cinematic partners and oh, yeah. Sony has been mainly uh, getting the success or like getting the advantage of that partnership. Yeah. Now it's time for Marvel Studios to be like, I want some of that Spider Verse action. I well, want yeah. that anim- animated action yeah. that we have our own animated universe with What If. Yeah. So um, it's going to happen. It's yeah. like, it's going to happen one of these days. So now let us vote on this crazy rogue theory of Kang potentially killing all the Spider Men of the past. Do you guys think it's Rogus, Bogus, or Ogus? Take it away, Whitney. Woo! I think it's fun. I think it's good. I think it's Morbin time, baby. Oh, we have Morbin so much to again. thank Jared Leto for because of him. <laughs> Kang gets to get with Madam Web, and then they get to get got all the Spider Men. And yep, I, exactly. I can't wait for it, it. It's happening. I cannot wait for it. I've got to see. I've got to see Morbius again. Yeah. <laughs> My God, no. I, I mean, I can. I can wait though. I can't wait. But uh, anyway. But yes, no. Um, thank you, Whitney. I will accept your rogues with great happiness in my Yay! heart. What do you think, um, my friend Tommy? 
Rogus. Yeah. Rogus, let's go. Double rogues. What do you think, Eddie? I definitely think this is Rogus. I think this definitely has potential. And uh, to be honest, this is the kind of mindset that I feel Sony will clatch onto and really try to integrate themselves in back into the main point of the MCU, especially utilizing their uh, Into the Spider-Verse uh, franchise th uh, thus far. I mean, for all we know, the next Into the Spider-Verse film that comes out may actually be the prequel to the premise that you're talking about and lead into that. So that would be that would be interesting. But I definitely say it's a Rogus. Nice. All right. All right. Thank you, Triple Rogus. I will take this with happiness. Thank you, guys. I love you guys so Hell much. Yeah. I'm, I'm and I do gotta gotta compliment Eddie once again on his it happened yes. while they were fighting on the Statue of Liberty, like while Andrew Garfield yes, was saving that. Zendaya. Mm -hmm. That was when King took out all the other Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, I love that. So that's good, genius. Good, that's genius. Good, good theory, man. Good theory. I'm watching you. Are you working for Marvel Studios secretly? I'm yeah, watching you, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Kevin's you. calling one second. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's like, stop talking. Just stop talking. It's like, please stop him. They're coming after you, the assassins. I can't stop the hit. Uh, <laughs> but up next, Tommy's going to hit us with his rogue theory about the Mandalorian. We, we're going Star Wars, y'all. But of course, be sure to check out NewRockStarsMerch.com where you can always find our latest New Rockstars merch from shirts and hoodies to stickers, pins, mugs, and so much more. And very soon, we're going to have some new merch from the Quantum Realm inspired by Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, my goodness. Look at Tommy's shirt right now. It, I love that design so much. It is so freaking cool. I'm so jealous of that shirt. I want that shirt on my body. I need it. Uh, the design is amazing. And I can't wait to see you guys wear it and uh, show us on the social media. So be on the lookout for that. You can support the channel and rock some awesome merch by visiting NewRockStarsMerch.com today. And we want to thank our amazing friends over at NordVPN for sponsoring this video podcast. Because have you ever gotten extremely hyped to watch a new series or film only to discover it's not available for streaming in your country? It's so frustrating. Well, NordVPN has you covered. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location on your device with just one click, giving you the ability to access stream services from over 60 countries at no extra cost. This opens up a quantum realm full of entertaining content, which you wouldn't be able to access without NordVPN. With over 5,400 servers in 60 countries, NordVPN gives you access to games and streaming platforms that currently are not available in your region. And the best part is NordVPN will not slow down your online experience at all. They've done the speed test and NordVPN is the fastest VPN out there without a question. And they even help keep you safe from hackers, malicious sites, and pop-ups while browsing the internet, all with just one click. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash theory. You will get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with the Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash theory. And we also want to thank Rocket Money for sponsoring this podcast, because do you know how much your subscriptions cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, when the actual cost is closer to $200. My God, where do you get all this money? If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch only that one show in, or that free trail that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so that you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. 
Simply find the subscription that you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So many of us at New Rockstars use Rocket Money. It's helped us monitor our spending habits and most importantly, cancel those unwanted subscriptions with no hassle. So stop throwing your money away today. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rogue. That's rocketmoney.com slash rogue, rocketmoney.com slash rogue. And uh, for this third ad, I'm gonna need my boy Tommy to yes. take this one away because he's, he's got some uh, cool, cool stuff over MT, there. MT, let's get real. It's 2023, it's the new year, it's time to make some resolutions. Lose some weight? True. Hell no. Reconnect with my son? <laughs> Hell no. 2023 is a year I finally became the proud owner of a sword. Where would I purchase uh, this sword, you might ask? Instead. I yeah. see. Where do I get this badass sword? From Battling Blades, of course. Battling Blades designs hey. and sells high-quality swords, axes, machetes, and knives. Knives for you simps out there. Striving to design <laughs> and create products with the highest quality metal, bone, Wood and leather. Heard of it? Leather. Pretty luxurious, mm. guys. And it's more than just blades. They sell armor, shields, helmets, so you can really get into character. Now, I've got also got, I call this guy my little dream catcher right here, okay? This little oh. number right here. Look at this, okay? You can oh, cut a steak. That'll catch a few dreams right there. You can cut a steak or you can fix a mistake, all right? <laughs> Battling Blades will take your Please custom don't orders. Please do not look while you're putting it away, Tommy. You're making me very afraid. Huh? It's all right. I'm Just a professional. Be careful, please. Battling you're not Blades. A professional. I know you're not. Hey, Battling Blades will take your custom order to make the blade of your dream. Seriously, check out their incredible site and see everything they have. We've got their high carbon Damascus steel bastard sword in the office, and I'll tell you, nobody's a bigger bastard than me, and I feel incredible. So, for 20% off your Battling Blades order, go to battlingblades.com and enter code ROGUE at checkout. That's B A. T-T-L-I-N-G Blades.com B-A-T-T-L-I-N-G Battling Blades You for me Enter code ROGUE at wow. checkout To get 20% off your order Tommy Bechtel Sitting in a tree B-A-T-T-L-I-N-G Battling I feel safer with Tommy around now I don't know about you guys but You know what? We haven't had an accident in our office in 15 minutes Oh, Whitney. It's not It's not from Battling Blades. It's from yeah. my boyfriend's office. It's, it's made of foam. And that's from, that's from Battling you, Bretts. The Battling Blades is better quality than Battling Bretts. Look at this. Uh. <laughs> Look at this foam. You couldn't kill a guy with this. I, Those I think other Whitney's swords, challenging though. Tommy to a sword fight. I with am. Sword. Whitney, I yield. I'd let you beat me to death with foam any day. Now, <laughs> I've got a topic here that's going to blow your socks off, folks. Oh Monday night was a very blow special night for me, okay? I had just returned from Las Vegas. And during uh, Monday night football, I got to watch Tom Brady be humiliated on national television. But... That wasn't the best oh, part hey, of my Monday you watch night. Watch your mouth. Tom Brady is a national treasure over here. Tom Brady is deserves uh, deserves to get gonorrhea and burn in hell. That's an old <laughs> oh Ace Ventura. Whoa, that's an Ace that's Ventura a... reference, guys. That's an, <laughs> that's an Ace Ventura. All right, all right. Now listen to me. What we really got Monday night was the Mandalorian season three trailer, and everybody was going, "Oh, a droid bar. Oh, they made a statue for IG Eleven. Oh, look at all those Mandalorians. No." Nine, yeah, 
The most exciting part <laughs> was four Jedi sabers drawn, staring down a door with a sparking blade-like object coming through. Now, I think that color was purposely left vague, and people mm. are speculating who was behind that door. Was it battle droids? Was it Anakin Skywalker? Was it a returning from the dead Mace Windu? No, my friends. This is who was behind the door, and let me tell you exactly why. None other than Maul, formerly Darth Maul, <gasps> now just Maul if you're nasty, is behind the door in Mando season three in the trailer. Here's why. Who has the Darksaber at this time? Darth Maul. Who hates Palpatine at this time? Darth Maul. Maul hates Palpatine. Palpatine covets Grogu. Obviously, Grogu survives the night of Order 66 because Palpatine wants his blood. Now, here's what I think. That's Darth Maul. That's Maul. Sorry, I keep calling him Darth. Maul, behind Listen, the door. It's, like, it's, it's the Namor Namor of the Star Wars universe. Leader of the Shadow Collective. <laughs> We're the Death Watch. Maul cuts down the door, cuts down the Jedis, takes Grogu. They escape. And for a few years, they have a real Peter Quill Yondu relationship as Maul begrudgingly carries this little Yoda and an egg thing around with him, kind of confused as to what to do and how to use its value. And we get a little flashback this season of Maul and Yoda. Or Maul and Grogu. So sorry. Maul and Grogu. Uh, yeah, I don't need, I won't take any voting. That's obviously a, a roguish on all three accounts. So, but you guys can ceremoniously vote if you'd like. This is true. I just want to uh, sit here vote, and see like, which other Star Wars characters Tommy is going to slightly mix up right. just a little bit. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, like when your mom kind of gets like an actor's name wrong. Yes. Like, for example, my mom yeah. calls her Glenneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what it, you're like that, but for the Star Wars universe. And I yeah, really like I have it. like a, I have I really a slight do. like name name uh, confusion. It's not that I don't know their names. It's just when I write them down, it makes it worse. If I was just saying <laughs> them from my head, I would get them right every time. Then I look at them and I'm like, mm -hmm. my brain refuses <laughs> to cooperate. I don't know. Whatever. It's been diagnosed many different ways. What are you ways, talking guys. about? I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You He's guys. my favorite character. <laughs> Drunk Vader's my favorite, but I love his son, <laughs> like Skymapper. Let's get it going. <laughs> I vote Rogan. Like it's actually Sky Dark Mapper. Vader. Like Skymapper. Like Skymapper is the perfect <laughs> name. All right. Take a vote. It really is. Vote with your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like this idea of um maul like going after palpatine because like you were totally right maul and palpatine are not buddies right now yeah. like they are warring against each other you. and like i can totally see maul being at the jedi temple and like going after grogu to get to take it from palpatine because Pal i don't know if it, if palpatine had already killed um his brother at this point mm -hmm. savage mm -hmm. um but like um, he's gonna be pissed at yeah. Pal uh, Palpatine yeah. either way. So I would love to see a series of just Maul and Grogu together, and Maul's just like, do I kill this thing? Do I yeah. use it to be my partner and like to take right. over the Sith? Well, like that, that's just a good plot. It's I kind of the as, inverse as of Din Djarin and, and, and Grogu now. It's like yeah. Din Djarin is like the happy mm -hmm. father. Maul is like, I don't wanna deal with this freaking kid. Yeah. What a buddy. But, but right. it makes the Emperor mad that I have him. Well, so here's here's the thing. Right. I I actually could see this being a good rogue rogue idea, rogue theory, because we we know that Savage does die during the course of the Clone Wars uh, series. So it is in between, obviously, between Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones. So we know he dies, uh, his brother. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of all that, this would kind of mirror. Not only uh, Jin and uh, Grogu, but also 
Darth Maul and Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. it could be one of those situations where Maul didn't really quite learn how to be more acclimating to working with kids with the with the work through and the, and the time spent with Grogu. And so he learns from that. And that's why the events in Rebels occurs and his relationship with Ezra works out the way it does. Mm. Um, Move over, so- Steve Harrington. We've got a new unexpectedly amazing babysitter in town. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes. Darth Maul. Yeah, I could definitely see this being plausible. I could, I could really see this be something that they throw in there. And, and Because, I mean, let's be honest, Darth Maul is probably the most badass thing that's come to Star Wars in a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's mm. he's it's so unfortunate that he only lasted one film. So they had to put him in the series and they had to put him in, in two series. I wouldn't mm. mind seeing him uh, pop up in this. So, yeah. Me either. Yeah, let's that's, do that's it. so true. Like, I would love that so much. Times a million bajillion. Okay. That's like literally a million dollar idea. My like, question that's a million is, dollar idea are they going to copy the animated series and do his little crab walking? His spider legs? With his little legs. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my his God. Yeah. Making him look like that weird baby from Toy Story yeah. 1. He's like, yes, he's like the baby from yes. Toy Story 1. Exactly. <laughs> That baby grows up to be Darth Maul. Feel old yet? Yes. This if, is if him now. Yeah. If, that, if that gets your vote, Whitney, then yes, I'm going to green light that. Yeah, okay, then that gets my vote. Uh, if we get to see okay. him do his little spider, because it's cool. Yeah, that's right. It's just really cool. And, and, and bro, just like seeing him take people out where he's just like, I only have a torso, do not with me that's right. Right. and then he that gets would be them. so fun yeah. like oh my god that'd be such a dope scene of like I, I picture like a horror movie scene of him just like in the darkness just like picking people off with his yeah, spider with legs his spidey legs. so creepy and then that's how we get darth maul into the spider verse and yes. we're full yes. circle exactly there you go darth maul <laughs> fights king perfect <laughs> So I'm assuming that this has Whitney's vote already. Yes, it's Rogus. It's Rogus. I'm okay. giving you a vote. Well, what do you think, Eddie? <laughs> I think it's Rogus. I would love to see it happen. I would love to see Darth Maul be more into a lot more of the Star Wars lore that's being created now instead mm. of just the one and done from episode one, uh, especially in a in a better live action version than just what we saw in Solo. So um, mm. I would I would love to see this. Rogus. Bro, I think that this is Rogus as hell. And like, it is so creative that like, I can actually see this being a thing that will like blow everybody's minds and like actually like be a great avenue for a a great spinoff with uh, Grogu. That'd be so dope. Look at us rogusing out tonight. What a positive episode. Yeah, right? look at us Mega be. Rogue. We're rogus friends. We're just yes, rogus friends rogue. over here. <laughs> Rogan with the homies. We the rogues. Rogan with the homies. That's a shirt right there. Rogan with the homies. Oh my God. Um, That is a great shirt. Oh, that is a shirt. Okay. Vote in the comments below if you would buy a Rogan with the homies shirt. Yes. Rogan with the homies. That sounds so weird. We're Rogan together. Rogan. Exactly. Um, We're a good Rogan podcast. Rogan and Rogan. Sorry. Yeah. But like, you know, it's spelled that way. R-O-G-U-E apostrophe N is how we spell it. No, we should do that like the Rogan podcast, like a Joe Rogan podcast parody. Oh my God, that's so funny. But also, also, not to keep pitching a t-shirt that we haven't sold yet, Rogan with the homies is also a great D&D 
crossover shirt. Like I'm oh, Rogan, it's true. I'm it Rogan is, with yeah. the homies. That'd be like, we should start a D and D show, Rogan with the homies. That'd be hilarious. Oh <laughs> damn, we should. I'm down. I want to pitch All a D and D show. Got the character I'll throw in there, bro. It'd be so much fun. I would love to do something like Harmon Quest. Um, anyway. Uh, but now we are headed into our rogue question section of the show. Are you guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys saw this, but it is actually award season. I mean, everywhere, everything, all at once mm-hmm. is sweeping the swept mm-hmm. the awards at the Golden Globes the other Hell day. Yeah, and we know good. some of our favorite movies of last year often do get left out of award season. It's just super, super mm-hmm. sad and a mm-hmm. huge bummer. So what is the roguest award that you would give to your favorite movie or performance from last year? 2022. Uh, I, I'm going to give the movie that I enjoyed the most that could have just as easily been by, written by an AI that had been fed a hundred scripts or watched a hundred hours of this guy's acting. <laughs> and that was the movie Samaritan starring Sylvester oh. Stallone as, as. Oh my God. Are you serious? That superhero movie? Basically as himself. I mean, he just, <laughs> what? I mean, at one point he shoves a bomb into a guy's stomach and he goes, have a blast. Um, oh my God. I, mean, <laughs> I watched wow. it with my nephews and it, that movie is their godfather now. Like they, Bro. it's their citizen. That game. sounds like it was made in the nineties. Nice. They love it. That and, 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 the, that and I give it award most likely written by a Sylvester Stallone AI Samaritan. <laughs> I love that so much. Samaritan. Okay, that is pretty rogue. That is very rogue. So I like that as a rogue answer. What you got, Eddie? So I got two. I got um, uh, best. So the best bromance, borderline, like uh, closet. You know, relationship uh, award goes to RRR because yes! I, I was like, you guys just you guys just need to get together. You guys you guys are great. That bromance is so good that it's like it's relationshipable and just let's. Okay. It is. I do um, ship. I do ship RRR for sure. Yes. I'm going to piggyback off of his answer then and say best moment of multiple animals leaping out of a single container yes. in one go. And I'm going to give that award to RRR as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My Sorry, second Eddie, did I cut thing? you off? I didn't no, mean to cut you good. off. It's all good. Oh, no, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's all good. My second one is... Uh, should have stopped at two award with Halloween uh, ends or Halloween dies oh. or Halloween, whatever that third one was. That gets the should have stopped at two award because mm. uh, the third one was a Ooh. little no bueno. That's not no okay. award, baby. That's like a Razzie. <laughs> That's a Razzie, bro. I mean, when you put it on the grand scale of things, I mean, just it, this is an example being made. Stop mm. at two if you feel True. like yeah. if you're running out of steam. It's uh, <laughs> it's how I feel about uh, Negronis drinks. Uh, it's how I feel about pieces of pie. It's how I feel about uh, uh, wives. Stop it too. <laughs> Stop, Stop it too. It too. There we go. It's true. But no, I really like Tommy's rogue Samaritan idea. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that is that ridiculous. That movie was like, it came and went. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give Tommy a rogue question winner trophy for today. Thank you, Jonathan. But I loved all of your suggestions. But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks to our guests, Whitney Van Lenningham, Eddie Villanueva, and Tommy Bechtold. Please follow them on all their social medias. You can support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. You can follow me at Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit. Follow NewRockStars on all social platforms, and be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye! Bye.